0: Fantasy Sports Collective here with the NBA uh, free agency kind of like team analysis uh, pre-pre-pre-pre-season. A lot of shit went down this year. Okay? Yes. A lot of shit. It was an interesting uh, offseason, um, and we'll get into a lot of that on the flip side, but, you know, it just, it's a incredible time, you know, and I— there's a lot of talk about this, but I, I'm actually finding that the the NBA season is is really starting to become year round like the NFL. I guess there's a there's a there's a decline right now in late July August, but it's a year round drama, uh, and and there's some drama is that you get into these young young millennials with a ton of money, mercurial type personalities, and um, well we'll talk a little bit more about that, but you know KD Kyrie in the Big Apple, that's gonna be explosive. And I don't think of that in a positive way. Uh, it's more explosive in a negative. Um, that's gonna be fun. And just the new configurations of teams. I, you know, look, I'm biased, I'm a Warriors fan, but you look at that squad, returns basically the same core, added a, a really young all-star with some upside. There's some there's some risks there too. And and the, the bench completely turned over with younger guys. Losing Iguodala, big time miss. Losing the veteran savvy of uh, Sean Livingston, which was already starting to happen. It's a loss, but that already happened a year or two ago, really. Um, overall, it's, it's going to be good, though. I'm, I'm excited. So without without uh, wasting any more time, let's get into the flip side. Got a great guest today, Philly Nick. Excited to have him on. We've been wanting to do this for a while. Hopefully get a little bit more regular with him. So here you go. This is America. Don't get you slipping now. Hey. Don't get you slipping now. Hey. Look what I'm whipping up. This is America. Don't get you slipping up. Don't catch you slipping up. Look what I'm whipping up. This is America. Don't catch you slipping up. Look how I'm living up. Okay, we're back. We're talking NBA. We got Philly Nick in the house. Yo. And uh, so we've got a good little West Coast, East Coast banter going on here. Um, so look, we're going to talk here about, uh, by the way, it's good seeing you. Dude. It's nice. Uh, I'm going to see you next weekend. Forever. I love, we only ever see each other
1: in like little, like bite size, yeah, like three times in a month. And then I don't see you for a year. Exactly. That's well, probably uh, all, that's probably all I need, but, but
0: I, I actually interact with you more than my kids and wife. <laughs> we have, we're on this text thread with, uh, I don't even know, like 10 to 16 dudes. And it's, um, it ranges from everything from, uh, the most recent viral meme to our opinions on every little athletic feat. Our marriage quality. Marriage quality. (laughs) I do throw the marriage quality stuff in there a lot. Mine's Um, horrible. Yeah. Well, you know, it's tough. It's tough. We just wait till you have kids. Um, Okay. So let's jump in here. So I think this has been an incredible off season. We talked a ton about this stuff. I think we're going to, I want to take an approach of more team oriented Mm -hmm, stuff, right? mm -hmm. To like, what, what do you think about these, these uh, kind of what what happened with the team? What's the landscape look like? And we really kind of keep it confined to the teams that are either going to be meaningful next year or did some major changes. So let's start with the East. I think it's an easier storyline. Um, where do you want to start in the East?
1: Yeah, full. I mean, full disclosure: as a Philadelphian, I'm I'm going to come in on this biased. Um, you don't have Boston on your list, but I, I'd love to talk about them a little bit. Okay, Brooklyn um, made some interesting moves. They they sort of gave up on their version of the process early, in my opinion, um, to go get two guys that I don't think um, we would we would classify as um, real winners um Kyrie's a me guy Kevin Durant I mean it's a shame that guy had the entire world loving him um ever since the the mom speech and you know he just seemed like a good guy and kind of turned into a an old man curmudgeon at at Golden State so it's interesting to see how those two will will play together obviously we'll have to wait till um next the following season to see them play together but um I'm curious I think are they better No, no, no. I think you give up. So D'Angelo Russell is going to get better this year because he's he's how old? 22, 23? He's 23, yeah. So he'll get better this year. Um, Kyrie's going to be Kyrie. I I don't hate Brooklyn anymore because they got rid of Jared Dudley. Also, full disclosure, I went to Boston U. So anyone that went to Boston College, I don't like, (laughs) including my friends that went to Boston College. Nice. Um, I think think even without Durant, they finish – they're not hosting a first-round playoff game, but they're going to make their first-round playoff
0: uh, interesting. Okay. They did that this year, by the way. Game one, they yeah, won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it was, true. It was interesting. I was yeah. in
1: full panic attack mode, as yeah. Philadelphians <laughs> yeah. tend to do.
0: Yeah, I like that team, and I agree with you. I, I think they made a mistake. I think they're worse. I think Kyrie's overrated. Uh, you know, he's a classic, great stats guy. And in big moments, he can step up, obviously, yeah. in the 16 finals. But – He's, a, he's an interesting guy, I think, yeah. in the locker room. And him and Durant. I mean, Durant's just going to wilt in that pressure of New York. Um, although he did select the right team. I think the, the, well, the fans' expectations are much Interesting lower. point.
1: The other side story is almost like, is Brooklyn now bigger than the Knicks? I mean,
0: I mean you're closer to it than I, I am. I'm a West it, Coast it guy. I, feels I, me, the Nets look legit. But everyone says the Knicks are the Knicks, and everyone I get, the Knicks. Yeah, it's
1: so funny. I have, I have so many friends that are Knicks fans that are sort of just bypassing Season after season at this point, and almost more intrigued with what Brooklyn's doing, maybe out of jealousy, but yeah.
0: I, so, I think we we'll agree there. Um, well, let's talk Boston real quick since we're in the mm-hmm. bees. yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I guess I like what they did. Um, I, you know, obviously, Danny, Ainge, I, I, so I, my personal quick take on this is Danny Ainge completely screwed the trajectory of the Celtics uh, by making that simple move by shipping out Isaiah Thomas after he, yep. you know, given his all, yeah. And, yes, they were able to get a free agent this year in Kemba Walker, but I think that might have been more the fact that Kemba grew up in that area, grew up in Connecticut. I think he grew up in Connecticut, Yeah, right? he did, yeah. Played went UConn. to UConn. Went to UConn, and he obviously got a full max deal from them, and obviously it sounds like Charlotte probably wasn't willing to go that big. Um, but they lost Horford with no interest of sticking around, and obviously Kyrie was like, I'm out. And I just... I, I don't know. There's something about karma that happened there. And I just look at their team and I'm like, if Gordon Hayward comes back hundred percent, the young guys take a step forward, which they should, but you never know. Tatum seemed like to take a pretty big step back this year. And Jalen Brown was, you know, he's good, but not great. Then I, I just see them as, you know, they're going to be a three, four seed, but not really that impressive in the playoffs and kind of irrelevant.
1: Yeah. I think they, they host a, a first round. Um, they lose probably. I think they lose to the road, the road squad. I just don't know that their defense has taken such a hit with you lose Horford, you bring in Cantor who is, is a nice player. He's, he's one of those guys that he's, he's either going to be your stud if you're the 30th best team in the league, or he's a, he's a backup on one of these like top teams. Kemba. I love, I honestly think he, and I would love to debate this when we have more time. I honestly believe he has like hall of fame trajectory. Yeah. Um, but I just don't know who, how they defend anyone. They're also a really small team now. Yeah. Um, you have Hayward out at, at small forward, uh, presumably. Um, you, lose, you lose a couple guys that are, were sort of your heart and soul, whether we liked Kyrie or not. Um, those two guys kind of brought them along. So I, I think they're probably the four seed this year. But I could see them easily if they if they get in a four five with Toronto. I think Toronto can beat them even without Kawhi.
0: Okay, I like Kemba. Don't get me wrong; he's obviously been uh, in a, you know sort of an oblivion in mm-hmm. Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting. Okay, Toronto. Uh, I mean, are they a top three seed like they've been every year recently, and then just suck in the playoffs without uh, without Mr. Leonard? I
1: love this team still, um, but if you're general management you have an aging mark gasol you have an aging kyle lowry it feels like if they're not in a position of i i would think it's going to be sixers milwaukee one or two either way yep. and then if they're not in a position to really vie for third at the trading deadline how are you not selling on this
0: team um they might get stuck though because you got lowry at like Twenty six a year, and you got Casal at t- Totally true, but so, we, we
1: know there are dumb teams out there. I think they have That's a shot. True.
0: It's it's, tr- it's possible. You're right. Both those guys would be great additions for a team that thinks yeah. they got a shot and could pull it See, in. And so. and
1: I mean, it'd be you get rid of those guys, get some nice little pieces, and then um, Siakam is an, is going to be a nice player to build around.
0: Yeah. And uh OJ or OG Oh, Noah Bowie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a great you, player yeah, love too. those guys. Yeah. They
1: have a deep team. Yep. Um
0: Yeah, I agree. So so okay, let's so let's get to the meat here. Yeah. Obviously we've got the two teams. I, I personally think Milwaukee's probably the one seed. They lost Brogdon, which is a which is an impact, but uh, you know, Giannis is gonna ascend more and I think they'll probably be about the same they were last year, and then it comes down to the playoffs. And then you got Philly, who um, obviously we both agree have got some incredible young talent. Uh, they were a, a kind of a crazy bounce ball away from upsetting Toronto, and who knows what happens this year. They may go yeah. on and beat Milwaukee, and they might be the champions this year, or maybe my Warriors would have would have won yeah. year because they weren't ready yet, but I really love Philadelphia. So if we were to jump ahead real quick, just my quick take, and then you can, you can kind of uh, take a victory lap here, is... Horford is an amazing addition to help Embiid kind of grow, mature, and he's a great hedge when Embiid's got to take mm-hmm. a day off because he's got mm-hmm. constipation, mm-hmm. Um, or whatever it may be. As you know, a how I feel about that yeah, a, lot a, a lot of weird stuff going on. And then Ben Simmons can only get better. He's still super young, and he's an amazing player. And then you just you keep Tobias Harris as a nice like number three scorer, kind of like role player. And you got young guys coming up. Josh Richardson's a nice get. I just feel like they've got almost better. They have a chance for better team chemistry. And then your two superstars are ascending. I, I think they're probably a two or three seed in the regular season, but I think they're the best team in the East and should come out.
1: Yeah. I think they're built for a playoff contention. Um, I think they're, they're a team that I honestly, I don't know who's going to be that shooter for them right now. I mean, Horford and Embiid can obviously get out there, but one of them needs to be under the net. Um, but right now, it's sort of like what team is going to drive the lane on those guys? I mean, like yeah, they have their exactly. shortest guy on the court, six, seven, with a massive wingspan. Um, Milwaukee, what, what, what were you saying? What, what
0: say? about Zaire Smith?
1: That's the other thing. It's like mean, sort he's of shooter, right? you sort of end up, um, Zaire didn't play. He yep. played like five games, yep. he had the, the bean allergy and lost like 40 pounds. I don't know. The pictures of him after that are insane, but he's gained all his weight back. He's looked pretty good, yep. really strong defender. You add Matisse Taibel, who I, th- I hope you can just get five minutes a game out of really. Yeah. Um, at this point, great defender. Um, I-, I just, I struggle with losing Redick is going to be as much as I swear up and down um, that he's a piece of shit. Yeah. I-, I do <laughs> think that, that that sharpshooter, if, if they can land like a corver type player, um, in in late free agency or maybe a mid mid year trade, I think that's going to be what pushes them over the edge. Milwaukee's going to go as far as Giannis wants to take them. I yeah. mean, honestly, like I think you you mentioned the the people they lost. I think like they're they're still a
0: great team. I, I but if I look at a one two seed, so let's just say these guys face off in the Conference Finals. When I look at their squads, I don't see Philadelphia having less depth, which is one of Milwaukee's mm-hmm. kind of advantages this past year. And then it really comes down to who are the difference makers when it matters. And if I've got Embiid versus Giannis, I've got Ben Simmons against, you know, whoever Milwaukee's got yeah. out there, whether it's a Chris Middleton, you got Tobias Harris as another option. I just like that Philly's options in crunch time yeah. uh, versus uh, the Bucks.
1: Yep. No, so, I, I agree with you. I think. To my earlier point, I think they're built for playoff run. Milwaukee could easily end up the number one seed. I don't doubt that. Yeah, um, what well, but... they've been
0: there. The thing, actually, the thing you and I debate uh, off the air, so to speak, is uh, coach. I think this is going to be a really big year for for Brett Brown um, because he's got. I mean, he's got to do it. Like this has got to be the year they're in the fu- Eastern Conference Finals. They might not have to make it to the finals, but he's got to show that he can coach against those guys. Whereas Milwaukee. That coaching change was huge.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I th- Yeah, I think Brett I, – I wouldn't have been shocked if I woke up after game seven and he was fired,
0: yeah. but then I also
1: would have been shocked. You know well, what you, I mean? You like, were
0: definitely upset on the thread. You were like, yeah. no fucking way. Yeah,
1: um, I, I, I'm i also a BU alum, so yeah. I'm a huge supporter of Brett Brown. Nice. Um, but I think he has those young guys sort of in the right mind space, almost like I – I don't want to compare him to Pete Carroll, but he's got that like –
0: Let's have around. fun out there. Yeah.
1: Um, kinda kind of vibe and and I think I dig that right
0: now with this team. It's probably what kept him around actually. Yeah. Okay, so we agree. Philly likely comes out of the east. Milwaukee's gonna be the toughest competition. You've got some some randoms like Boston, possibly Toronto in the mix. Indi- Indiana. Indiana, yeah. I
1: think I also think Orlando's gonna be competitive this year. Call me crazy. I'll call you crazy. Yeah. We're going to I, Disney. I, what about
0: Atlanta? Atlanta is the team that really
1: interesting. Too young.
0: Yeah, if they're too young, then what? In Orlando, what's Orlando? I, yeah. I feel like Orlando's too young and not any good. Magic.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I hear you. I there's a lot of the, the there are a lot of fun teams. I remember in the Sixers like four years ago. I was like, you know what? They're at least fun to watch again. Yeah, uh, well, I think those. Teams, well, Atlanta's the new Philly. Yeah, I think They've those got, teams like, are like that. Good
0: young talent, and okay, let's go west. So a ton of fireworks out west. um, so the, the obvious question is, are you buying the Clippers and Lakers hype? I'm buying the Clipper hype. I really am. I'm okay. buying the Clipper hype. Okay. Why, why not Lakers? Uh, You've kidding. got two of the top five best players maybe I, now and maybe in the last 20 I years.
1: honestly am like, I think they're going to do like a halftime, half court shot for who plays in the second half with a fan. Like I'm so confused with who who comes off the bench. If one of those guys gets hurt, that team might not make the playoffs.
0: Yeah. It's funny. I think the same way because we know LeBron's breaking down, and by the way, LeBron breaks down, we know what Anthony Davis does with this group. Yeah, he's. Just, it's the same. It's as, like a seven, eight seed at best. It's the you same
1: know. as the Pelicans. The Pelicans years. Um, uh, they got
0: Boogie though, and year two, yeah. <laughs> they got you know Rondo. Um, they are. They got Jared Dudley. <laughs> all the chips
1: per se are on the table okay. this year.
0: <laughs> so on the Clippers though, so let's go to them. Uh, obviously, every no one can doubt. Yeah, uh, quite right. Like he's won the last two titles, last two seasons. He's been basically fully healthy. He's taken his team, kind of willed them to victory yep. against a far superior on paper opponent, mm-hmm. right? Spurs against the Heat in 14, mm-hmm. uh, Raptors uh, against the Warriors in 19. And then in between, there's been some weird behavior, and we kind of forgot about him. So everyone's like, Hey, the Clippers are the favorite because they've got Leonard and they've got this ascending team, yada, yada, yada. But Paul George. Maybe a little bit overhyped, may miss the first month of the season. Leonard, we know, is going to like load manage to about 60, 65 mm-hmm. games played. And then I look at the rest of their team. They got rid of their best scorer because he was part of the Paul George trade. They got rid of their best young player because he's part of the Paul George trade. Mm-hmm. They trade every pick swap and first round pick they have for the rest of the 2020s. Mm-hmm. That's a whole nother point. Uh, but I just look at their roster and I'm like, I like Lou Williams, but he's starting to slow down. They've got some good role players, but it's basically George and Leonard and then role players. Mm-hmm. And I worry about that's like going back in time. Like mm-hmm. is a two star team better than even like I look at the Warriors. They're going to have minimum three stars, potentially four Lakers have two stars, but maybe three and yeah. the stars are better. Like a broken down LeBron is in my opinion, as good as a relatively healthy right. Paul George right. and Anthony Davis is arguably could be the number one player in the league. He's still yep. ascending. So so I hear they, you. on the, this, clip, but... the clips
1: remind me a little bit of our Brooklyn conversation. Like, did they give up on the the wrong guys um, and end up trying to go all in now? Because similar to Brooklyn and and Boston, now we're seeing that Danny Ainge is also just a fantasy owner. Um, <laughs> totally. They just they like just want to make trades to trade. And I get the magic of Kawhi. It's almost like how do you not go for that guy? I mean, he's hitting yeah. like jordan levels i i don't think either of them how about this i don't think either of them make the final
0: okay i'm i agree i 100 i think the clippers
1: go further i could see a world where the lakers literally do not make the playoffs
0: i i don't see that only because you got davis I, I feel like they've got enough of the role players. maybe lebron
1: can can will them alongside davis but it's um the west is nuts i you, you had me it's... last year being like it's not horny about the East, and now it's you, over again.
0: But I just think there's like five or six teams in the West that are basically given up. So I actually mm-hmm. feel like mm-hmm. Clippers and Lakers are almost guaranteed. I think Golden State's guaranteed. Denver, Portland's guaranteed. Utah, Houston. But then you quickly get to this batch of teams that are like maybe and maybe not, and you look at the rosters, and they're not that impressive, like San Antonio, yeah. Sacramento. OKC's interesting, actually, with uh, Gallinari OKC's and Paul. OKC's interesting. Um,
1: pelicans could be we don't know what we have yet but yeah, they could be but I fun think, i think
0: all those teams are probably mm-hmm. the ones that missed the playoffs yep. but they're ascending right and so i feel like the west has actually gotten this point where they're pretty top heavy yeah like denver portland golden state lakers clippers utah they've all got two or three stars they all have some history of success and you're pretty confident they're gonna make the playoffs yep. with uh, barring major injuries And then you've got a bunch of teams that you're pretty, you've got a handful of teams that you know aren't going to make it, right?
1: Yeah, you know, 538 had Portland the 10th best team.
0: That's crazy. Which makes
1: no, I mean, they did it, you know, usually using just sort of their metrics based on last year's stats and who they added, who they subtracted. But they had them at 41 and 41, which is nuts to me as they they were the three seed, right? This year. Yeah. It was was Golden State, Denver, Portland. Yeah. yeah, I they, think they're in the I mean, conference finals and they yeah, did not lose anybody. Yeah. And I think, I guess they lost cancer, but don't forget Harkless. Uh, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Harkless. I only know him cause he was a Philly draft pick. Um, <laughs> I love Utah. I really do love Utah. Um, I think they could be the dark horse, although I think everyone's like kind of excited about them. So I'm not sure I'd call them a dark horse, but I do think Utah can, can make hay and, and get there.
0: I when Utah made the Conley trade, I was excited for them. Yeah, genuinely thought like, okay, they've just made the right move. Golden State's down, but now it's like I don't, you know, ninety percent of the NBA fandom out there forgot that they even made the deal, and they're back to being kind of who they are. Yeah, yeah. And I look at their roster, and I'm kind of like, it doesn't really match up that well. Um, Now, if Mitchell learns how to play off the ball and be a little bit more efficient, um, the subtraction of uh, of uh, God, what's the Spaniard um, who went to the Suns? Um, their point guard, he him leaving and Conley coming in—that's a big efficiency gap. Yeah. So th- I think they're going to take a step up. The problem I see with them in the playoffs is they've got too many mismatches. Yep. Right. Like you yep. can pick and roll, go bear to death. Um, maybe Conley's the guy that takes a tough shot now and gets them over the hump. So I like them. Um, Houston, though. What What's your take there? I mean, that's a that's a big move. Do you think they a- they had to have asked Harden, right? I I, I word uh, word I've heard again. I'm not an insider, but was that uh, uh, you know obviously Harden and Paul were having issues, and um, yes, I heard that that uh, what I've read is that he was asked, he advocated for it, Westbrook advocated for it, and they kind of made it happen from there.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously, no one's going to argue that Paul is better than Westbrook. Um you
0: mean Westbrook's better than Paul.
1: Yeah, Westbrook is yeah. better than Paul. I'm so yeah. no one's going to argue that yeah, Paul's yeah. better yeah, than Westbrook. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I, I think um Yeah, I don't know. It's intriguing. Again, I think similar to Houston's regular season even with Paul. They feel like they are built for a regular they're a, re- a great regular. I could see them being the one seed. Yeah. Um
0: so, I just so who wins here? Who wins oh, in the West? Oh man, it
1: is going to be a f- it's going to be the best playoffs ever, I think, for the West. Um, I think it's going to be that either Denver or Portland. I really do. I think Denver. Denver didn't really lose anyone. No. Um, no, and they gave, they and actually, they're and they they're still their, very young.
0: And they got Jeremy Grant. Yeah. who's a great glue yeah. kind of like rotational so defender.
1: So I, I could see. I, I I'm predicting a Nuggets Sixers final. I think.
0: Interesting. God, I'd God. love to
1: see Jokic and Embiid square I off. Think,
0: I think I think that gets the Sixers a title.
1: <laughs> I yeah yeah I, I, I mean, I mean a,
0: that's a, that's a dream scenario for you. I don't know about Denver. I, I like that you're going with continuity because mm-hmm. they, they probably have the most. Them in Portland have some of the most continuity yeah. in, in almost all the NBA actually, um, at least the teams that are going to the playoffs. But uh, I don't know. I, I'm not sure they're ready. I'm not sure they've got the the horses. Um, but I'm torn. I, if I had to pick a, if I actually had to pick someone right now, I probably would pick Houston. I'm picking Houston simply because they're so close. They return effectively the exact same team, and now they've got someone who can just go balls out when Harden needs a rest or they need yeah, to get a shot. That's totally true. Um, I don't love the fit though when they're together. Harden's got to learn to play off the ball because Westbrook can't be off the ball guy. because right. He's not a spot up shooter. But if they can get Westbrook just attacking the rim and looking to be more of a facilitator and shooting. And Harden coming off yep. shooting. And then they just stagger minutes. So Westbrook plays when Harden's resting and vice versa. I think they could be more explosive. And in the playoffs I just I like that they're so close. And they have nice guys, role players. They have nice role yeah. players. Yeah. Gordon, Tucker um, even Capella in a non-warriors series yeah, is I good. Agree. Yeah, I <laughs> agree. So it's it's interesting. I'm still a big believer in the Warriors, though. You get Clay back. You've got your big three. You got your core group, and you add this this all star and D'Angelo Russell. But I'm obviously in the minority. Um, I I fear more. I fear the Clippers the following year more than I do this year simply mm-hmm. because I do think you need that continuity mm-hmm. in your core stars. Yep. And I think they're one year away from that. Lakers. I, I think it's a they're screwed.
1: I'm gonna. I think the East wins though. I think I, either of the top two seeds are gonna match up better against those. T- I agree. Defensively,
0: I agree. I, if I had to make a prediction next year, I would predict that Phillies in the finals and they beat somebody from the West. And it's a it's a you know amazing day and year and and kind of a three or four year I'll window cry. for Philadelphia. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. I mean, it would be, be potentially the second title. Of a, the season from a team that hasn't won in a while. No,
1: of the season in Philly, I think the uh, Eagles oh, are going to win the Super uh, okay, Bowl. Yeah, okay, so there nice. we go.
0: You're going to pull a Boston. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. Okay. Well, hey, this has been great. What else, anything else we want to want to talk about?
1: Um, I think we should. The next show should be a recap of next weekend's draft. That's all I'm going to say. Okay,
0: we could do that. We can actually throw it on like right when uh, yeah. we can do it like right when it ends. I love that idea. Um, okay, good. Well, hey, I really appreciate it, uh, Philly Nick. This is awesome. Next time we got to get a little bit more negative, like aggressive debate banter. I've lived in Seattle too long, man. (laughs) I thought Seattle people were like hardcore. No, no, no. Not the talkative ones. Nice. Okay. Well, hey, thanks. I appreciate you doing this. Um, We'll regroup next weekend.
1: All right. Thanks, Josh. Talk to you later. Bye bye. Before we leave, let me tell you a little something. Uptown, funk you up. Uptown, funk you up. Uptown funky you up, uptown funky you up.
0: Uh, I said, uptown funk you up, uh, uptown funk you up, uh, uptown funk you up, uh, uptown funk you up. Dance, jump on it. If you said and flown it. If you freaky and own it. Don't break a dime, come show me. Uh, dance,
1: jump on.